So, Adams and Adams, Irvine parallel parks uh, near an apartment building. Um, it's a very sloppy job. Like, he kind of bumps the car in front a little bit, then pulling back, he bumps the car behind. Like, you know, this is shoddy work by Irvine standards. Really, Irvine? No, uh, handbrake turn into the huh? parking space? Oh, right. And, yeah, he just, uh, flicks the thing and the turn signals come on way too late. <laughs> we're, we're stationary. Yeah, exactly. We're parked already. You're, you're already parked, yeah. Okay. All right. The mustard is still on his face. Uh-huh. Well, um, we better get going. Yeah. Chip will hand him, like, a box of tissue. You've got a little something. What? Huh? <laughs> he just, like, put, touches one cheek, touches one cheek, considers, just does, like, a whole face motion. Yeah. Oh. And this will be here when you need it. And I put down the hot dog again. Okay. He just starts rubbing the mustard. I put my hand, put my hand on his shoulder. Whenever you're ready. Just take your time. <laughs> Not so hot dog anymore. He nods and you see him... Oh like, yeah, it's lukewarm. You see him visibly shudder and try to swallow a lump that's forming his throat. And so the two of you hop out of the car and go into the apartment. Okay. So, uh, with a... Um, yeah. One moment. And yeah, um, the door opens up. Um, an African-American woman in her early 50s uh, greets the two of you. Oh, uh, hello. Can I help you two officers? Yes, we're looking for, uh, sorry, I keep forgetting this for Austin Graves? Uh, yes, Austin Graves. Oh, you, uh, uh, and you see that she actually, her expression changes a bit. Uh, Austin isn't African-American, is he? He is. Oh. Uh, Austin isn't here at the moment, so I believe he's at the university, actually. He said that he was meeting up with some friends of his, and they were planning, uh, yeah, uh, trip to the countryside for uh, about a week or so. Hmm. Yeah, he le- uh, he was packing up his things earlier today. It was completely out of the blue, actually. Hadn't mentioned it to uh, uh, myself or his father. Hmm. All right. Um, I will step forward. Oh, uh, well, um, nothing to really trouble you about. We just have some uh, questions for hmm. Austin. We think he uh, might have witnessed a crime. Oh, I'm... Um- that's horrible. Yeah. Does it have anything to do with the blackout last night? Yes. Uh, these are actually have become rather routine. We're just we're going around and we wanted to... Uh, we, we think uh, he may have seen something involving an ongoing case that we can't really go into, unfortunately. Mm. But, uh, you know, anything you can tell us um, would be really helpful. Diplomacy. Um, oh, two d Oh, yeah, I forgot. Diplomacy. Uh, um, sure. Give her a roll, bud. And diplomacy 12 for you? No, just, I'm, I'm the one saying anything. Oh. Yeah, no, I'm using... Is it perception to notice if somebody's hiding something? And, uh, is that, that under sense? Uh, it's under wisdom. No, no, I do, I do have that. That is a skill I have. Yes, yeah, so here. Is sense, motive, and empathy the same thing? Uh, yeah. Ooh, that's a good roll. Um, 21. Ooh! Um, okay, so just a double check. Uh, what are you asking her, Joey? Oh, uh, I was asking her if, there, if she knew anything or could... Pro- so I'm kind of prodding for if she knows anything or can um, provide us any information. Uh, well, I'm... 
And at this, uh, I'm also just trying to nerve myself. Like I'm trying to make her think I like trust me, so I can ask her more questions that are more personal. Well, I mean, he is a good boy, but I feel as though he's been hanging around. Like he's got a group of friends that he's known since high school, but they've always been. Well, in recent years, they've been dressing a little bit, well, more broody. Darker, and it doesn't seem to have influenced his personality that much. But at the same time, well, I mean. You just want to make sure that your child's running with the right group of people and that they're doing okay and things like that. Well, you know, when kids get to this age, sometimes they're off experimenting with things. Experiment with vampirism. Well, it's, it's also been a bit difficult ever since uh, uh, his father and I separated and, uh, a few years ago. And uh, he and I, uh, he took it a bit hard. He came to live with me and his new stepfather, and he actually changed his name to match my maiden name. He is going through a few changes. Well, you know, uh, like I was saying before, um, a lot of kids this age are very much into experimentation. Mm-hmm. If you've noticed anything different, you, well, you, you know how kids are these days with substances. And she looked. Um, Your son is doing drugs. If I might ask, Inspector, what are your experiences with new substances? <laughs> well, in regards to substances. Let me detail my acid trip. Usually, assuming um, uh, uh, the parents are okay with it, we do a sweep of a child's room. Um, Nothing, obviously, we wouldn't do anything. Anything found would simply be part of a disposal. Rule diplomacy to try and get her to let her in without a warrant. (laughs) Yeah? (laughs) (laughs) That's what the diplomacy check in the first place was about. Uh, That is a 15. Alright, she bites her lip. And then she looks back. And I'm, I'm trying, also trying to say that anything we found would be a crime. It would be disposal. So, like, essentially I'm telling her that so if I find drugs, I'm not going to arrest your kid. If okay. you search his room and find drugs, he hates you. If the cops search his room and find drugs, they're going to hate us. <laughs> Officer, um, I've heard of something called parachuting. Where they take um, this st- the substance, uh, ecstasy, and they put it in a napkin and they swallow it. <laughs> it's apparently something they're doing these days. Well, uh, ecstasy in its uh, current form is uh, very hard to differentiate from a prescription medication. <gasps> but um, we actually, uh, back at the uh, uh, back in that Scotland Yard, we learned a bunch of different ways to differentiate it. So, again, if we can help you in any way with a disposal of any substances. You know, we as the police are here to help you. Well, all right. If you if you think you see anything that might look like this, Molly, if, if you could just take care of it, I would appreciate it. Just please try not to touch anything else. Absolutely. We, we, we care, we really do care about just, you know, trying to keep our children on the right path. You know, I've got one at home. Oh... He's not yours. <laughs> I, have, I have a child in my home. Yeah, not my child. Uh, you phrase it like that. It's very, like, very common. I have a child. It's not mine. So, she lets, have my so she lets you in, and you head up to Austin's room. And taking a look, it is like pitch black inside there. Like, um, just like stuff, like the curtains, the posters, just like you know, posters for like. Um, the niche, like, emo thrash metal I've dance. never heard of this shit Exa- before. I've neither never, never heard of yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so I'm gonna go into the room. Is she still there? Um, yeah, she's in the doorway. Just, uh, alright, just, um, 
I think she's gonna, yeah, it looks like she's just gonna supervise us to make sure you guys don't poke into anything that you're not supposed to or stuff like that. Alright, well, uh, just throw it back to cover. There's a ton of drugs on the bed. Alright, so then we need the bluff check. Okay. Um, here, uh, so, uh, we'll be doing a sweep with our, uh, high sensitivity lights just to, you know, help pick out things. Okay. Um, they're a little damaging to okay. your eyes without protection. I take out sunglasses, I put on a pair of sunglasses. Oh! Um, if you, you can, you can stay around or if... Roll bluff. 15 again. Um. Any long term side effects? Oh, uh, well. Can't. We haven't done any studies into it. Um, so I, you know I, I don't know if I can legally say. For the sake of safety, maybe I'll just step out of the room for a bit. Alright, well, um, okay. we'll be right here. Just feel free to knock and we'll, okay. we'll turn off uh, all the lights. Maybe I can uh, talk to you about some other things. Oh, sure. Uh, sure, you, sure. I didn't have his uh, cell phone number on file. I was wondering if you could, if we could just get some basic contact. I assume while you're doing this, you're moving yeah, out yeah. of the way. Uh, yeah, roll a diplomacy to try and uh, just pull this. Sure, 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 sure. Because I don't actually need this information, I'm assuming we have. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so let's see, that's 18 plus 26. Uh, cell phone number. So very So we leave her back to the kitchen. She pulls out her phone. Let's see. Where do I have to say? Watch doing that. Uh, Joey, get, see if you can get the phone numbers to the other friends. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I, I will like talk right, about so like, full, trying to get in contact with this friend. So, okay. Uh, uh, yeah. to investigate. Check out the room. Sure. Go ahead. I got a twenty-one. Okay. Um. All right. So you can poking around and yeah, there is uh, just all kinds of just. Yeah. Do I find any actual drugs? Um, uh, you you find a, a Ziploc bag with weed in it in his underwear drawer. Okay. Like, uh, it's not... I'll, I'll even have them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. All right. So, so I mean, you should take it just be like, you no, know... No, because we don't want... If, if possible, we don't want him to know that the cops are shooting. Like, I mean, his mom already has let you in his house. You think the mom would say, I let the cops in to look through your room for drugs? So, what? Do you seriously think a mom would do that? She might say, like, I talked to the police. But she would say, I let them in your... I mean, I'm, I'm trying my best not to leave any marks on it. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean... This kid can't confront his mom about the missing drugs in his room. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. But I also, I don't care. It's weed. Mm. All yeah. right. I, you open it up. You open it up. The thing is, if you bring her the weed out, you confirm her fears. No, but it's not, and legitimize your search. No, what I'm doing is I'm going to tell her that her child, assuming I don't find, like, if I find, like, actual ecstasy or, like, a real drug, I have to grab it. I'm a cop still. That being said... If I go in and come out and say, oh yeah, your son's fine, I didn't find any drugs, then... Uh, then imagine, imagine, like, you take the weed, you smell it, it's like, terrible. This shit's weak. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say that you find a, a number of books related to myths on his desk. About half of them are related to vampires. And one of them is about, like, you see that one of them has a bookmark in it, and you open it up to the bookmark. It seems to be on a page related to uh, the concept of familiars. In vampirism. Okay. Oh shit! All right, so I, I pull out my phone. Yeah. Uh, I, I aim the camera. Yeah. I, I take the picture. It's uh -huh. wrong. I try again. It's wrong. I pull out my notepad. Yeah. I begin writing. <laughs> so what you see here is that um, vampires—they can't go out into the sunlight without harming themselves and eventually killing themselves. Mm -hmm. So what vampires do, or have been known to do throughout history, is gain familiars. And basically how this works is they find mortals, human people, and essentially in exchange for the humans going out in the sunlight, providing services, like doing their dirty work, you know, 
going places where the vampires can't go, the vampires in return grant these humans small portions of their power, making them their familiars. Essentially, they give them some of the abilities of a vampire while letting them go into sunlight, like enhanced strength, enhanced speed, stuff like that. Sounds like pact making. Yeah, uh, a little bit, a little bit. But eventually, uh, once at any point the vampire can decide, okay, you've done awesome, now I'm going to make you a full vampire. Mm. And that's the point where the, uh, like, basically a familiar is like the larval stage of a vampire. But, Do they need to go through this in order to become a vampire? Or is yeah. it like, ah, okay. So they it's, can't just turn people. Um, vampires can turn people where, whenever they want, but usually they do the familiar process as a way of just making sure that the person can be trusted. Mm. It's an extended interview. <laughs> it's, an unpaid unpaid internship. Internship. it's an unpaid internship. <laughs> yes. Truly, vampires are horrible beings of capitalism. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, that's what you find out. So, so Chris, as part of my ridiculous bluff chat, yes. can I convince her that she needs to turn the LoJack on on his phone to check where he is? Um, oh, so how would that work? I'm act- like, I apologize. I'm not like, turn the find your phone thing on, but for his phone. Okay, but, um, yeah, with your bluff check, what do you say to her to convince her? I say, you know, uh, I know that this can be a troubling time. You know, I used to work in the U.S., we had uh, much higher instances of, like, runaways and, you know, getting into drugs, joining gangs. I've, I've seen reports from Florida. <laughs> <laughs> About these Florida men are... <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, Florida man is the myth of the United States. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, you, you know, we found generally in cases uh, like this... Like, not that I'm implying anything, oh, obviously. Right, 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 right. But, but um, have you seen? Uh, well, just that uh, sometimes the the fastest way to bring the, those wayward children home is to make sure there's a way to locate them. Right, right. Um, like, uh, you know those Find Your Phone apps? You can enable them on your children's devices. Did you know that? Interesting. <laughs> Let me show you. Um, how, how, how would I... Uh, I'm not... Too- too good with technology. Do you know how I could do that? Yeah, and, and Chip goes through the process like he's yep. maybe had done this to to, to, <laughs> to other parents before. Well, not not to other parents, but like you know, maybe he's occasionally had a suspect uh, and give the hand over their phone for you know. Yeah, you mean committed a crime? Yes, occasionally maybe Chip's committed a crime. <laughs> Okay, so, um... Wow. I wow. just leave weed, and you're committing, like, privacy invasions on the So, um, yeah. Uh, basically, uh, you help her set up the app, and soon enough, you've got, uh, yeah, you've got a location on it. It turns out that he is at the University of London right oh. now. So, oh. at this point, you guys get a text message from Blackmore saying, according to the registrar, he's not taking classes on taking classes, he does have a group of friends that apparently he hung out with, and I give you, like, a list of names. Yeah, I, I, I reply with GPS coordinates. Right. <laughs> um, taking a look at your phone, like, you figure out that he's probably located in, like, some of the residential areas of the, like, on campus. Hmm. Yeah, so, back to the thing. Well, look, he's just on campus, like he told oh, you. Oh, and he's with his friends getting ready on this trip. I'm sure it's nothing to worry about. I'm, okay. Well, if you... If, in your personal experience, you believe that, then I trust you, Austin. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Captain Patriot Act. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but... Yeah. I mean, we've seen Chip do, like, 
bullshit like this before. Fucking corrupt cop over here. <laughs> oh. The shield! I let the kid have weed, so I'm the cool one. So I, I, Even I, if that weed is weak as hell. Yeah, it's been shitty. Don't make him not want to do drugs anymore, it's going to be so bad. You friend that's actually going to break it up. <laughs> <laughs> trying to be cool. If a cop comes into my room, I'm going to make them think I'm really cool. <laughs> Uh, um, so, do I find anything actually incriminating or anything about? Uh, not really, just uh, more stuff relating to, yeah, myth research and stuff. Alright, well, I will come out. Okay. I will, so as I'm coming, so I'll, I'll turn on my flashlight, and then as I'm coming out, I'll just quickly, like, click it off. Like, well, uh, I've done a thorough sweep, and I can say with uh, absolute certainty, um, no ecstasy at all. <sighs> oh, that's wonderful. Okay. Well, um, alright. Uh, was there anything else you needed, officers, or...? No. Uh, I mean, that's, that's everything. Thank yeah. you very much. Well, thank you for showing me this app. I feel much better now that I know where he is. I mean, and, uh, once again, we are here to aid you. If Feel free to tell your son or not. You know, we may, you, we were never here, maybe. <gasps> oh, alright, alright. Well, uh... Well, well I mean, it's, it's your prerogative. I mean, we asked the police... Just don't want to step on any toes, so... Much appreciated. Well, some some parents, I've, we found, uh... It's, their children don't respond well to knowing about our, our disposal activity. Right. But, that being said, you know, if you... I assume you are, you have a lot of trust with your son, so uh, you can yeah. probably tell him anything. Alright, well, thank you, officer. Cool. <laughs> Alright, so, um... Okay. I guess we're headed to the to the university. Yeah. All right. Also, so do you tell me about the the vampire thing? I give you. I hand you my notebook. All right. I I read it over real quick. And I text Blackmore. Possible vampire involvement. Might be pet vampire pack wielders. Hmm. I take a look outside. Is it sunny? Yeah. It's pretty sunny. Yeah, okay. We, but they but they aren't affected by it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. you know, Blackmore's city. So <laughs> and and then, then the next text is not affected by sunlight. Damn. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so the two of you head back outside, and you actually see, um, yeah, Irvine is still behind the car in the exact same position he was when you left him. And there's a little kid standing by the open window of the driver's seat, and you actually see that he's slowly reaching in right under the nose of Irvine, and he's reaching for the hot dog that's still there. Irvine has to cross this bridge by himself. I can't can't open that door for him. So, you, as the two of you walk, I like like the whole thing. Come on, Irvine. You've got, you've got some dignity. (laughs) Chip wants to get back in the car. You hold him back. Yeah, no, I absolutely do. I want my arm out, but he has to do this. Okay, but we might lose the suspect. And as you, as you say this, the kid grabs the hot dog and runs. And then there's just about five seconds, and then Irvine. No, come back. <laughs> okay, so we get into the police car. Yeah. I will walk up I'll walk up to the door. Look at Irvine right in the eye and say, Irvine? He has a glazed expression on his face. All drive. Then I open the door. Wow. He just he's hanging his head, he just slowly steps out of the car and just yeah, shambles over to the passenger seat on the other the side. Ultimate emasculating move. Mm. Chip proceeds to strap himself in six times. Yeah, baby. Time for me to drive. Okay. Oh, no. Quincy's behind the wheel. I'm going to drive fast. Oh, <laughs> no. I got an eight. Okay. Uh, <laughs> wait, what skill does that key off of? Dexterity? Dex, probably. Eleven, then. All right. So, your power, um, like your luck, uh, your super Oh, yeah. I should, roll my, I should roll my luck power. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's lucky for you, not for like literally anybody else. Thirteen. Okay. On luck control. So um, yeah, uh, you peel off into traffic and you're just winging around a few cars. Like there is honking following you wherever you go. How long does he stay on the wrong side of the lane? Um, for a good maybe half a minute before he goes back. That's in. way too long to be in the wrong <laughs> side of the lane. Yeah, well, you have your si- the siren on it. Yeah. So you're dodging a lot of terrible drivers. Um, like they're all in me the being wrong- a good driver is what you're saying. Yes. Yes. You're in the wrong. Like, they're all in the wrong lane for some reason, then you find yourself... What is wrong with these people? They're all driving on the wrong side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> Quincy, we're in Britain! Oh! And then... <laughs> and then suddenly everybody's driving amazingly again. But <laughs> and, like, Quincy suddenly has, like, this dawning realization, Oh, that's why the steering wheel's on this side! <laughs> yeah. Um, he, he goes through a construction site at one point and, like, goes through... Like, you know those large cements sort of like concrete pipes like it's rotating as it's slowly being lifted and he drives through it and comes out the other side perfectly just fucking baby's day outing this shit yeah yeah are, are, are you sure it wasn't like a really long one and then like they're as they're lifting it it like we, it re-rides with it and then we yeah. land on a freeway <laughs> yeah exactly yeah <laughs> so yeah um anyhow um, as the madcap driving aside, uh, Chip, you're holding, yeah, pretty, like, I imagine you're holding onto the seat a bit tighter than you'd be comfortable with. Uh, hold on. What power do I activate? Um, do we need to prevent death? <laughs> <laughs> Truly the greatest of all powers. <laughs> Just, I made a pact with a lich. I don't have a soul anymore, but check this shit out. Um, uh, I, I activate magic resistance. Okay. Um, yeah. You just, I don't know if that'll help anything, you're, but I grow a luxurious, magically resistant beard. Yes, that's true, because it's dwarf power. So anyhow, um, <laughs> anyway, um, Mad Cat, Mr. Magoo driving aside, uh, let's go back to these two. Alright, so the GPS coordinates we've got for the residential thing, is it like, um, is it like houses on campus, or is it more like, the yeah, like dorms, basically? Dorms. Okay. So let's go in and I'm like so I guess you find an RA and see if any one of these rooms matches up with this GPS coordinates. Yes. Um yeah, um uh, roll me uh I'm gonna say that this is a an investigation check. Mm. Sure. Alright. That's a sixteen. Uh, investigation, that is a twenty-one. Okay, wow. yeah. Um, yeah, uh, one of the people working there kind of points you down one hallway, and you think this is the general area. As the two of you begin walking down the hallway, you actually see far off in the distance, like, a couple of people moving about and stuff, going between do- Some of the dorm rooms are open, some guys are hanging out, there's a boombox going on at one point. But down the hallway, you can see that there are a number of people, like, um, yeah... About maybe three, four of them standing outside one apartment, and they're just, they seem to be talking to each other in a very, like, low but frantic discussion, and, like, one of them comes out of the apartment, like, carrying, like, what seems to be, like, a backpack full of stuff, and just is heads out of the, down the hallway, away from you guys, and out, um, what it seems to be, like, like, he takes a right towards what you assume might be, like, another part of the building. Alright. Oh no, I dropped you, all my blood packs on Do the you ground. know, um, like, I'm assuming you've been shown, like, a picture of what Austin looks like, right? Um, I mean, probably, yeah. Alright. Um, I'm gonna say, keep an eye on the guy that just left. I'm gonna go ask them. Are uh, the people that are, like, crowding around? Wait, hold on. I got this. Um, Adam is going to, or Inspector Lavender, is going to duck maybe behind a door so that sure. he's not super obvious. 
uh, to the people in the hallway, and then he is going to use one of his powers, change form, to look exactly like the RA that they just talked to. Okay. Oh, nice. So, describe how your power manifests itself. All right. So, I think uh, in order to manifest this power, Adam has to kind of square his shoulders, stand up straight, and then close his eyes for a second and take a deep breath. Like and the actor studio. Sure. And as he's exhaling, kind of, it, the new form sweeps from his head to his toes. Okay, so, Franklin, you are watching all of this. Impressive. Right, you deal with them. I'll keep an eye on the person that just left. So, yeah. Um, Adam, as you head down the hallway, now in your new RA form, you see that the guys who are hanging outside the dorm room, they look to be matching the fashion that you've seen uh, awesome Graves wear in photographs and stuff. Like, a lot of dark clothing and stuff like that. One guy, sort of like this tallish blonde dude, has, like, leather, uh, like, um, um... What's the term? Like, uh, the things that you wear around your wrists that are, like, leather cuffs or something like that with, uh... Um... Bracers? No, not bracer. You're talking about a thing that has, like, two buttons, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, oh, like, like a wristband. Yeah, leather wristbands, wristbands, yeah. yeah. Leather wristbands with, like, spikes on it and stuff. And there's one girl, sort of like this, uh, short, stocky Asian girl who's wearing, like, black combat boots that are adding maybe a couple inches to her height and stuff. And, yeah, um, but, yeah, they seem to be just, uh, talking to each other, and, yeah, one of them is just, uh, come on, uh, we're expect- look, we're expecting to be there for a while, okay? Don't worry about your clothes, okay? We're gonna have more clothes there, just try to get everything that you have possible, everything you need, and let's just go, alright? Okay, Adam's yeah. gonna walk up just, like, super cash, like, hey, guys, how's it going? What's going on? Oh, uh, and so, one of Oh, oh, ha- Bob! What happened to your British accent? <laughs> <laughs> um, I I will say for the purpose of this that you do like in your disguise you do have the voice. Oh yeah, but maybe not the accent if you haven't. Okay, like you have heard the RAC. I speak, so. guess I'm gonna have to do a performance acting role. Sure. Good, yeah. Hello, Bravna. <laughs> so it's me, Mister British Pen. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, so that's a 15. Okay. Um, I'm gonna... Jesus. That's what I call a tea time. (laughs) So they're gonna roll just like... I'm gonna make an empathy roll for the group of them. Okay. Alright. So the two... So at this, uh, the tallish blonde guy looks over and... Uh, oh, uh... Hey, uh... How's it going, Edwin? Oh, you know. Uh, not bad. Uh... I'm looking for Austin. You've seen him? Uh, yeah, he's inside. And so one of them uh, just jerks his thumb into the room, and uh, yeah, you see that there's this uh, young, uh, 20-ish African-American guy uh, kneeling over, like, this large duffel bag, and he's just, yeah, he's talking to a girl as he's basically, like, pulling stuff out of a drawer, like, clothes and stuff like that, and he's just stuffing them in. And yeah, the girl, uh, yeah... Uh, standing nearby, she's got very pale skin and dark, long, dark brown hair. Sort of a sullen appearance, made even darker by makeup and stuff. And she's uh-huh. just and so comp side. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, look, Austin, be careful with that. He's just no. Look, all right, we can worry about carelessness later. Uh, thanks to Kevin, we've got to we've got to just get out of here as quickly as we can. And then he turns, look at Edwin. Hey, uh, lean it. Knock, knock. So, uh, uh, hi, Edwin. Um, sorry, we're a little bit busy right now. Could could we ask you to maybe come back in a bit? Um, oh, I, I, 
I'm not going to stick around. I just oh. wanted to, to pop in, see how things were going. Uh, things things are going fine. There, were, there were a couple of men uh, around asking for you. Okay, what kind of men? Oh, you know, regular looking guys. A little older. Uh, yeah. Friends uh, of yours? Uh, he look, yeah. Austin looks... Flowing cape. Teeth. <laughs> I'm saying something about how this insolent fool has failed me. Austin looks over at the other girl and they kind of share a look before he looks back to you. Could you, um, describe, describe them? What, what would you say they look like? Like policemen. At this, uh, his like eyes just widen. Oh, that's interesting. Um, <laughs> I'm not a narc. Then you rip off the mask. I'm like, I'm a police officer. <laughs> <laughs> um, with your, uh, just a sec. Um, oh no, they with, can all bake it. With your passive empathy, like, you don't have to be a genius to realize that there is a look of panic that comes over their faces. Bingo. So, I see. Uh, did they say what they wanted? Or were they just looking for us? Or? Just to talk to you. Oh, okay. Not uh, both of you, though. Just you. And so, and, and the girl. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna point at the girl. Sorry, what was your name again? Uh, so... Uh, she kind of they said one of you was a narc. What's that? Uh, <laughs> they said the informant will know where to go. Uh, she, kinda, <laughs> she actually gives you a bit of an odd look. And, uh, Edwin, it's it's me. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Amanda. Oh, Amanda. I'm going to squint a little bit. It's real dark in here. And she looks over at the windows that are blaring in like the, you know, n- like high noon sunlight with no clouds in the sky. She's right. Edwin, we've known each other for the entire semester. Gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, duties. And so, yeah, he, yeah, you just turn on your heel and just head out of there back uh, down to where Franklin is. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, you can hear f- more frantic noises from behind you as, if anything, their pace seems to double. Yeah, I think as soon as I'm out of the eye shot, I'm just going to turn back into regular Adam. Okay, then we're back in with my gun out. <laughs> All right. So uh, I uh, so where is he? In his dorm room with uh, with a girl. Uh, not like that. <laughs> they're they're getting out of here. They're, right. They're they're packing up. Well, let's all stand on the ceremony. So yeah, we just walk down the hallway. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cop um, music starts playing. <laughs> So. No, I, like, I don't like walk with purpose. I'm walking to try and be as casual about this as possible. Like, I'm not charging forward. I'm trying to give them a non-threatening visage. Mm-hmm. Okay, um... Or a large black man walking directly down the hallway. Um, Everywhere time I do this, the Shaft theme song starts playing for some reason. <laughs> I can't stop it. Alright, so, yeah, the two of you are walking down the hallway, and there's, like, just a general feel of the air. Like, there are kids in nearby rooms who are talking to each other, and they just, their conversation audibly slows as they turn and look at the two of you just walking with purpose down this hallway. Yo, dude, I got the shh, 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 shut up, Yeah, yeah, um, you see one kid maybe nudge something behind uh, his door (laughs) as you walk past, but, uh... Big cop energy. (laughs) As you're walking towards this group of people, like, um, you see that the, yeah, the tall blonde guy... Um, who's talking to the shorter Asian girl? Like the two of them are, are just talking, and then they, the guy just catches the side of the two of you, just nudges her sharply, and she just turns, and the two of them are just watching uh, you two approach. Hmm. Hello there, I'm Inspector Blackmore. This is Inspector Lavender. Uh, we're looking for Austin Graves. Have you seen him? And the two of them just look at each other, and uh, and yeah, uh, you see that somebody comes. Up. Yeah, Austin just comes out of the door frame, just. In a very walking almost woodenly, and 
Yeah, you can see that he's starting to, yeah, sweat. Mm. So, hello? Officers, can I... Um, am, 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 am I being detained? <laughs> <laughs> I know my rights. We'd just like to ask you some questions, Austin, regarding a incident that happened during blackout. All right, all right. Um, sure. Uh, I'm going to roll empathy. Is this guy going to run? He better not. Uh, that is an 8 plus 6 is 14 plus 9, which is... 23. 23. Okay, um, sure, how about, um, uh, sure, right, right this way. And he, um, begins, uh, he walks very, uh, just walks past you, sort of gesturing to the, you know, the hallway, as if to lead you away from where his friends are. Hmm. Well, I don't really give a shit what the hell all these chuckle fucks are doing, but we mostly want to ask... But they all have vampire power, though? Wait, question. Has uh, Blackmore seen the tape of the, of yeah. the nightclub? Yes, I have. Mm. Does we Blackmore all... recognize any of those people from that tape? Actually, um, I'm going to say yes. These are, like, the, the girl, the, the Asian girl, the tall guy, and the pale girl in the room. Like, all three of them are dead ringers for the people that he was with at the club. So, like, we're about to leave the room, and then all of a sudden Blackmore stops and says, Actually... Sorry, just for sake of records. So what are your names again? And, uh, yeah. I, I point towards the two people that were in the tape. Adam's uh, just going to pull out her notepad and start doing yeah, the top Okay, thing. so the shorter girl, I'm May, and the taller guy, Devin Taylor. And, yeah, the girl inside the room, Amanda. Uh, can, and, look, officers, is there some, is something that matter? We'd like your help in identifying someone. We believe that they might be related to a case that we're working on. And I, I pull out the photograph of the guy in the hood. I'm like, do any of you know who this is? Um, and I'm assuming that the photograph has, like, conveniently cropped out anyone else in the photo. So that that way, if they do say they don't, we can kind of, like, you know, gotcha. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. I'm going to say that, uh, yeah, the blonde guy just takes a look and he just slowly... Sh- uh, the, the photo's a bit blurry. I don't think I know anybody. Like, I know a lot of people who dress like that, no one specific. Hmm. And I, like, I point to, like, Austin and the other two, be like, is there anything from you guys? Um, yeah, and at this, uh, Austin and the girl just kind of, or the two girls, they kind of just uh, look at each other, then they start shaking their heads. Hmm. And, um, I'll tell you what, um, I'll let the both of you roll an empathy check. Okay. Uh, that is a plus nine is fifteen. Okay. Um, as you're talking to them, uh, you see that the uh, Asian girl is kind. Of, she's kind of been eyeing the two of you a little suspiciously, as if trying to get a read on you. Then you can see the exact moment where something in her mind clicks, mm. and uh-huh. her expression goes from mildly suspicious and curious to um, barely restrained terror. Wow. Well, well, that is something of an odd thing. You know, I've been told I had an effect on people in the past, but never anything like that. <laughs> you know, because it's interesting, because um, we have a videotape of you talking to this individual at a club, and you seem pretty chummy with them. It seems really weird that you wouldn't necessarily know anything. Now, assure you, now I assure you, you're not in any trouble, but you have to realize that lying to an inspector is rather serious. And at this, Austin is just kind of breathing, like a little almost panicked, and he's just, oh, who, uh, why, uh, I don't know what you're 
Adam's gonna really casually go and lean over so he's blocking the door. Okay. <laughs> well, and at this point, Austin is sharing a look with all of his friends who are looking similarly, like, panicked. Well, you see, officer, I... And then something just steals himself in his face, and you actually hear him shout... Bug out! Yeah. <laughs> Jesus! It's the cops! The oppression of the daywalkers is over! The court of the night shall not be denied! And it, suddenly he goes... Oh no, vampire supervisor! hisses, and suddenly you see that his canines are twice as big as they should be as he glares at all of you mid-hiss. Mm. Like, in this overdramatic, meant-to-be-intimidating-but-absolutely-not-at-all-fashion. Huh. And we are going to roll for initiative. Oh, oh boy. That's just plus dex, right? Yeah, uh, sex. Sense modifiers. That's a seven. Okay. That's a nine for me. Okay, so with 14, um, these guys are going to go first. Okay. So, um... Jesus. Okay, so what's going to happen is, um... Yeah, the... Um... Basically, uh, the blonde guy and the Asian girl are going to make a break and run down the hallway, forgetting their stuff... But you guys actually see that the two of them move at nearly impossible, no, not just nearly impossible speeds for human beings. Mm. Like, they're running at maybe a, they're clocking maybe 50 miles an hour as they race down the hallways, just uh, sending up, like, trails of wind that actually, yeah, you, they're dodging between students, uh, making hair, like, whoosh, uh, yeah. like, go up in the wind as they pass them by. Mm. And meanwhile, um... Austin is going to grab you, hmm. um, Adam, oh. and he's going to try and grapple you to make sure that you, uh, yeah, can't get away. So now you get to say, am I being detained? Yeah. <laughs> um, that is, so I believe for this, uh, you roll an opposing melee attack check, uh, to try and oppose the grapple. Okay. Um, so he rolled a, um, 14 total. How about you? Um. I got uh, an 11. Okay. Um, so, yeah, he grabs onto you uh, both of your arms, and you can actually feel like he has an iron-like grip, despite the fact that he doesn't look very physically intimidating or anything. Mm -hmm. And he grabs onto you and, like, slams you against the wall of the dorm room. Not enough to hurt you, but enough to, pin. like, you know, pin you. Hmm. Or, yeah. And as for the girl, uh, she is going to... Uh, she actually... Uh, turns to you, Blackmore, and she lets out a <laughs> as well, exposing her gigantic canines, and she is going to bring her hands up, and suddenly her nails look way sharper than they should be, as she's going to try and slash at you. Okay. So, um, that is an 11 to hit. Your defense is... 13. Yeah, so basically, yeah, you... I'm going to say, actually, you activate your powers instinctively, and her hand just yeah, passes uh, through me. Through your ghost form. So, for Adam's reference, uh, so for the briefest of moments, um, Blackmore turns like this pale, translucent color. Yeah. And all of a sudden, um, basically, like, this arm just sort of, like, swings through him. Leaving a trail of almost, like, ethereal smoke that immediately forms. You turn solid again, and she looks up at you, and she has the same sudden moment of, oh, crap, that the other girl had. <laughs> yes. Hmm. And now it goes to, what were your initiatives? Uh, seven and seven. nine. Okay, Adam, it's your turn. Okay. I am going to use my puppeteer power. Excellent. Oh, um, he makes the will saving throw DC 
uh, 16, or I believe it's, for him, he has to be 17 or higher because you're the attacker in this circumstance, okay. and attacker, Tygo's the attacker. I, oh, neat. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a failure. <laughs> okay, so... So what is this? Alright, so this puppeteer ability is given to me by a Dibuk, which is a, like a, 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 a ghost or a revenant spirit that mm. comes back from the dead. Jewish mythology, um, yes. Yes, and possesses people. So I think the way this is going to work um, is that uh, Adam is like restrained against the wall and can yep. barely move, mm-hmm. but his eyes are going to open really wide. He's already got really dark uh, irises, but his pupils are going to expand, Ooh, okay. and maybe like his eyes will glow a little bit, and his mouth is going to open really wide, and a voice that is definitely not his mm. comes out and says... Um, Austin Graves, let go of me and sit down. <laughs> so with that, he suddenly goes stock still, and almost robotically, his hands just fly open. Then he just jerkily takes a step back. Um, yeah, as though like he's being... Yeah, it is very obviously against his will. And his eyes are wide. What the fuck? And yeah, he's just uh, taking one step back, then another, and yeah, he's going to do your command on... Uh, yeah, actually, I believe you spend a movement action, not a standard action, interestingly enough. It's a move action okay. to command him to do something. And so he's going to, yeah, like, jerkily, like, on wooden legs, just uh, step one, two, three, over, and just uh, turn around and flomp down on the bed, sitting there completely stiff. Okay. And with a horrified expression on his face. Um, and then I guess I have a standard action left. You do. Um, I'm going to pull out a set of the uh, like zip-tie handcuffs. Yep. And I'm going to handcuff him. Okay. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you immediately lock them around his wrist. And he's Isn't he just... super strong, though? He um, is, but he'll have to spend time breaking out of them. After that, uh, yeah, Franklin, your turn. Okay. So... And just for reference, I have invested. I did invest points into the Wraith Touch ability before yep. this happened. Okay. So I'm just going to attempt to give her the Wraith Touch. Okay, go ahead. Uh, that is a plus three, so that is 11, 14. Okay, um, yeah, that'll hit. Uh, what is, uh, what sort of damage do you do? With it's that? five ranks, uh, penetrating, non-lethal, and has stun. 3d6. Okay, uh, give it a roll. Yeah. And I think stun means that they have to roll some sort of, like, fatigue save. Uh, that is 12 damage. Okay, uh, let's see. Um, yeah, she does not roll versus fatigue. So, basically what happens is she swings through, he has that moment of panic, and I look at the nails and I go, nice trick, wanna see mine? And you see one of his hands just sort of, like, turn a sort of, like, that same sort of pale translucent, and he just kind of grabs her shoulder and she immediately just kind of, like, goes faint and, like, falls over. Yeah. So, yeah, she just um, goes through these and, The coven shall not fall so easily! And then I, I pull out some zip ties and I handcuff them. And I'm like, all right, now, uh, is anyone else still here other than the, the two that ran? Um, yeah, it seems as though these two are the only ones remaining. The other two are gone. Mm-hmm. Right. Call for backup. Yeah. So, um, so the, I'm going to say that these two are actually going to... Um... Yeah, try and break free. They're making a str- an opposed strength check. So, um, the DC for these, I'd say, would be... What would you say for zip ties? Um, 20? I'd say so, yeah, if you're just trying to do the raw strength. Yeah, raw Those strength. Those super strength give you, like, bigger effective strength, though. Like, if you're... I believe that... doing it, he has the super strength power. Yeah, he could just have super speed. Okay, um, yeah, I'm gonna say that... 
um, Austin, uh, first he needs to fight against the mind control power, mm. but he fails against that. So, <laughs> okay. yeah, he's just... Um, and as for the girl, uh, she's going to roll to actually make an escape artist check to get out. Okay. Um, okay. So that is a bit easier than trying to break them through raw strength. So with a twist, suddenly you see that her hand sort of like shifts and there's an audible like series of cracks as her Good. bones in her wrist almost dislocate and she right. suddenly slips free. And on her turn, uh, yeah, she is going to try and make a break for it despite being fatigued. Make an opportunity. Both of you can make a melee opportunity attack. Oh, hell yeah. All right. Give her the touch again. Mm-hmm. Are you going to juice that? I am going to juice it. Oh boy. Yeah. Are you doing attack or damage? Um, damage. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think she's already taken damage, so maybe two hit is more important here. Mm. So I'm going to give myself a, a... You can also do it incrementally. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay, I'm going to give myself um, a plus three to attack bonus mm. and uh, two ranks in damage. Um, so that's a 17 to hit. Okay, uh, yeah, that'll hit. And okay. mine is 8 plus 7 is 15. 15? 18 no. altogether. That'll hit as well. So, yeah, um, both of you roll me some damage. That's 15 damage. Jiminy mm. Christmas! Okay. Uh, I did 9. Okay. And there's another stumble. This okay. Poor co-ed. So, I'm gonna say that between the two of you, like, um, yeah, uh, she tries to run past. Um, yeah, you... Uh, Adam, you do just give a swift, um, yeah, I'm gonna say a swift jab to the solar plexus as she tries to run past you, and Franklin, <laughs> then you reach out with your hand, and your ghostly hand trails through her, uh, yeah, collarbone, and between the two of you, like, she just crumples to the ground, despite running at high speed, slams into the door of the room opposite, and crashes through it in an audible splintering of wood. As she, yeah, and suddenly you hear screams from the next room over. Lord. So it's, bro, what the fuck? Not cool, man. Police business, go buy your things. I put so, a couple pairs of zip ties on her. And yeah, you say police business and you just hear, shit! <laughs> <laughs> bro, I'm working on my postmodernist deconstruction of uh, cubist art. Okay, so just for reference... I'm shedding this weed. <laughs> Alright, so just for reference, uh, so the stun thing is DC plus 10 plus stun rank, which yep. is, I'm assuming is the rank of the power. Yeah. Uh, a failed save means the target is dazed. A save that fails by five or more means the target is stunned. Yeah, you don't have to worry about that. She's You dealt enough damage, she's just, she's just unconscious. Yeah. Oh, and if they fall, fail by 10, she's just unconscious flat out. Yeah. So yeah, she's sprawled out in the room office. Alright, so yeah. I will I take out like a few more pairs of handcuffs just to make the, the bindings of it stronger. Yeah. And I will, like, lay her down the bed, and then I will sit across from Austin and go, You know how I said lying to an inspector was serious business? Insult assaulting an inspector is very serious business. I'm gonna put a couple more ties on him. He's just completely rigid, looking, eyes, the only thing that's moving as they're darting between the two of you. Now, I would like to do that. We have more than enough to arrest you, and for the sake of the fact that you did try and assault us, we probably will. Now... What you get your sentencing may determine how well you help us in our current investigation. You can think about that while you're on your way to the precinct. And I will, like, call Chip uh, and uh, Quincy and be like, how far out are you? Um, you guys are actually racing towards the parking lot in your car. Um, so yeah, uh, Quincy... Um, so I'm going to say that the both of you have survived the trip there. Um, I mean, I, 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 I see if, like... Have I... Have I 
So part of this was because I wanted to stir something within Irvine. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so actually, a will to live. So as I pull in, actually, I'm gonna turn back to Irvine. It's like, did you did you like my driving? We were driving. <laughs> Too far gone. Yeah, I can't so save you're him. in the parking lot. You guys uh, take a look around, and you got you can actually see like um, as you pull into the parking lot, there are a pair of kids racing out the door of a nearby fire exit towards this car that seems to be like it has open doors and stuff like that and the trunks up you see that people are like lo- like there are two students loading bags into the back and stuff like that as well as somebody sitting in the front seat that you actually recognize from the security tapes oh um yeah the guy in the driver's seat uh he's wearing like very similar clothes to what he had last night but with the long black hair and the nose piercings it's your guy all right I'm okay gonna... i get out of the car no, and i immediately get I immediately yell. Uh, all right, so you put your hands up and step out of the vehicle. Okay, bark um, of order. Bark of order. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say that. But he, he can't fall over if he's sitting. He can smash his face into the dashboard. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. So he is going to make. Uh, yeah. Um. What is the DC to resist that? Or. Um. So that is a. It is a DC 17. Okay, he fails. No. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna say that the other kids, um, yeah. They the, don't sell one person. Yeah. Yeah, um. The driver. So, I'm gonna say that when this happens, um, yeah, uh, basically, uh, the guy and the girl who are running out at high speed, you see that there are two other kids in the parking lot, like, standing next to the car loading stuff in, and the guy and the girl running out of the back door just shout, um, the cops are here! Run! Go, go, go! And, yeah, the guy behind the driver's seat looks between you guys, as well as uh, the back, and all the kids, like, just pile into the car at almost superhuman speed. The kid behind the wheel floors the gas, and as, it's dr- as he's racing past you, he shouts, The cabin shall not fall so easily! And then your power hits, and boom! <laughs> yeah, fanged, snarling, hissing face just crunches into the dashboard. Right. I'm Wait. going to drive up and cut him off with my sick pit maneuver. Uh, roll, roll driving. Yeah. The one car pincher. Five. <laughs> okay. The good news um, is you stop the vehicle. The bad news is you also uh, stop. Okay, um, eight. eight um, okay, I'm going to say that with an eight, because it's going to high speed. I specifically mentioned I got out of the, that car. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you get out of the car. So, yeah. Quincy, you're racing for it at high speed. But, um, yeah, uh... How does my, what happens with my amazing pit maneuver? Do I, do I definitely do it and not hit anyone? Um, no. Um, I, do I cause enough of an accident and block them that I block them from escaping? So, <laughs> so you're driving towards them, angling a sick pit maneuver, maybe trying to spark something in Irvine. Then he, there seems to be just flicker, and he, uh, he looks up and... You're going to crap, and then you crap. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, the survival instinct in his brain was strong Suddenly, enough. There is a boom as both of the cars slam into each other with a screeching of metal as your car begins spinning off to one side from the crash. Actually, um, you can see that there is a crowd of people nearby that you're hurtling towards, and it looks oh. as though you're going to plow right into them. Okay. Which is, um, actually suddenly you feel, without warning, a boom, and the car just slams to a halt as you impact something. The car goes up on two tires for a moment, almost angling towards the crowd, but um, then it slams down, 
and looking over, despite is there a beefy teenage vampire holding it and a, and a <laughs> totally middle um, school girl sitting underneath it. <laughs> um, definitely, I he just mentally walked out. Oh, damn it, we did this. Shit. Well, <laughs> there is somebody holding the car on the other side with cool. both of his hands cool. pressed cool. into it. Cool. Um, but. You're no, you don't know if he's a vampire. Like he may not, he may or may not be with these other people. Is he dressed in black? Um, no. Oh, but well. um, yes. You, yeah. Despite, the, yeah. So there is shouting from the crowd as everybody is uh, talking to each other and just, you know, like uh, it is basically like the scene of a car accident as people are. So what happened up. to the other car? Um, the front end is totaled. Like uh, smoke is coming up from. Like, you know, white smoke is coming so, out. And... I'm sorry, just to, just to clarify, is what happened, the guy drives forward, yeah. smashes his head against the, the against the wheel, and then the airbag explodes yeah. back into his face. And that's before he impacts your car. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, the double accident. Yeah, looking over, you see that, uh, Chip, you see that a number of the uh, teeth, yeah, so... The university kids, uh, they're getting out of the car with dazed expressions on their faces, like one of them leaning over. So... Yeah, yeah. I, I just yell, get on the ground with your hands in the air. And, yeah, um, the, there's this tall blonde guy that looks up at you and looks at the others, and he just raises his hands above his, his head and just gets down on the ground. Um, yeah, the guy behind the wheel is looking... Like, he's got a pretty blank face. Uh, can, you, can we even see him with the airbag? Uh, not really, but... Uh, Did his yeah. face pierce the air? Airbag because he was in his teeth getting stuck in the airbag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, air, the airbag is already deflated. Ah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the other kids are looking pretty dazed. Quincy, um, you're looking around kind of. Oh, I'm going to step out of the car. So you step out of the car, just <laughs> a little dazed, and you uh, look and you see that the guy who has stopped the car from plowing into the group of onlookers has stepped back, leaving behind a pair of dents uh, in the car from where his hands were. Um, looking at him, he seems, yeah, like a very solidly built guy. Like, uh, he definitely looks like he's on the football team. Kind of Solid forward. 8 at, to 10? Um, n- no. Like, no. Look, as he turns to look at you, not no 8, just 10. Oh, Okay. Like if either Tara or probably Jack would here were here, they would definitely say something about him. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's got like pitch black hair cut short. Uh, he's wearing like a like a, just a, he seems to be like a shorts t-shirt, like he's here for a workout or something like that. Um, you see a couple other guys who seem to be wearing similar clothes, so maybe they're members of the club together or something. Oh, bro, but, I gotta tend this more cars, bro. But yeah. <laughs> Um, I love being a good Samaritan in life, bro. He's got this, like, he's got very piercing blue eyes and a very, like, serious expression on his face, made uh, even more serious by his very sharp eyebrows that, like, you just know that, like, he doesn't, uh, you don't think smiling comes naturally to the guy, but it works for him. Alright, well, I'll I'll walk up to him. And he's panting lightly as he's keeping an eye on you. I'll walk up to him, pat him on the shoulder. Good job there, son. Uh, that, was a, that was a tight situation. Thanks. Uh, I wasn't. Uh, I mean, uh, I wasn't expecting that to happen. I just, you know, did, well, did what I could. Uh, so um, I'm going to. I just I dial nine one one. Okay. And I'm gonna hand him the phone. Uh, if you could uh, deal with the emergency call. Sh- sure, uh, sure. I need to go deal with those uh, 
uh, poor people in the other car. Right, right. Oh, it breaks it. tranquility. You start punching one of them in the face. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, yeah, you're welcome. Uh, I need an ambulance and a police vehicle to... No, 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 no. A second. <laughs> the police immediately the bad was like, Oh, I got a bush for well, I mean, the vehicle that you came in is kind of... It's a police vehicle. But yeah. It was a police vehicle. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you head over and you see that the kids are looking dazed like... Two of them are already hands behind their heads on the ground. Uh, All right, I'll, I'll walk up to those to those two. Handcuffs, okay. handcuffs. So uh, as we're com- I assume like as we're coming out, we see this like with uh, Graves and the other girl, yeah. and we're kind of like, uh, Quincy, put on a couple more pairs. They're kind of strong. So, and you see that the kid behind, uh, uh, yeah, one of the kids in the uh, back passenger seat just. Uh, cast a disgusted look at the guy who's like really <laughs> passed out in the driver's seat. He's just thanks a lot, Kevin. <laughs> Fucking Kevin. Classic <laughs> yeah. Kevin move. All right, I'm gonna walk up to the to the to the side where that guy is. Yeah, and then be like, "Ha, uh, hello." Um, uh, no, 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 the other guy, okay. the guy who was complaining about uh, yeah. And he, yeah, long, like dirty, like um, oily-looking brown, dark brown hair. Hello. Uh, and he just disgustedly, like, just holds his wrists out. <laughs> Alright, I will cuff, cuff. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna cuff him, and then, and then I'm going to zip tie his pinkies together. <laughs> the ultimate. Yeah, and, um, yeah, and one of the other girls, an African-American girl with a very large, bushy amount of dark brown hair, is looking towards the driver's door, but then you see uh, the Asian girl nearby just say, Don't bother! What the fucking? They're the fucking myth cops. And yeah, this the other girl. Like she just. Oh, shit. <laughs> and I, just, I, I, I imagine at this point, Chip has like retrieved his uh, blunderbuss from the back of the car. <laughs> oh, so, overkill, people. <laughs> this is what Chip Myth-hood. does. They are. They and, are vampires, and I have things for them. This point, Captain this is, Patriot, actually. <laughs> <laughs> this is when uh, Franklin oh, and Adam, uh-huh. uh, the two of you okay, come... Okay, fair point. He actually wouldn't take it out of the school. fucking school. So this is the when the two of you come out of the fire exit, and between the two of you, you've got one bound guy who's still walking very mechanically. Like, he's... <laughs> How long is your power Right left? foot? It doesn't it's, specify. Yeah. Uh, you, yeah. you basically get to save every round. But, yeah. yeah. Right foot, left foot, right foot, left foot. Uh, with no assistance from these two because these guys are supporting a completely unconscious girl between the two of them. So yeah, we'll like, well, we'll get them all out of like, the, like, by the car, make sure they're all secured. I put yeah, them I, I will say that Chip's probably, like, reading everyone their Miranda rights, okay. and he, he's checking over the driver to make sure, like, he's not going to die from a... He's dazed. He's very much in pain. But, uh, yeah, he's alive. Okay, so he doesn't have, like, a broken neck or anything. Yeah. Uh, broken nose. Uh, one of his, uh, vampiric canines is actually, uh, like, it's got a pretty sizable chip in it. Ooh. Ouch. That dentistry bill is gonna be mucho expensive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so the rest of them get a kind of, like, a like, a general, like, you know... Right to remain silent. Right to remain silent, but this guy's, like, you're currently, like, under arrest for suspicion of murder. Yeah. Assaulting a police officer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. well, no, this one, the, the, the driver, the driver. Was, the, was the guy that we, we tagged at the scene of yeah. the, the crime. Yeah, yeah. resisting arrest, um... Endangerment of the public. Yeah, public um, endangerment. Yeah. Um, and I basically, so once we have them all there, I basically go, all right... We've you listed your charges. First one to start talking gets a very favorable word with the prosecution. Right. Except for this one. Except for him. Why don't we go? Why don't we uh, take this back to the 
Yeah, let them. Yeah, so you like let them. And I'd be like, I let them the people, on Yeah, I assume the people nearby are like taking photos. So yeah, okay. yeah, yeah there are lots of photos. Yeah, no, we we all Chipple specifically call in for like a van to bring all of these. Like, <laughs> all right, um, Quincy is going to go back to the guy who phoned. Yeah, uh, so the guy, uh, yeah, he seems to be a student, but yeah, he's got the phone down, and uh, I gave him or I gave them did a call. My hand on his shoulder. Did a great job, son. I'll that is. Help. Take that. That is a ripped shoulder you're patting. Yes. Like, mm, Ooh, I don't yes. I don't linger even though I want to. <laughs> this guy is built like a Street Fighter character. Nice. Yes. Nice. Uh, 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 thanks. I'm, I'm, like I said, just, uh, the people were in trouble. I'm just trying to, you know. Uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, if you'd like to come down to the, um, uh, station and uh, provide a statement, uh, I'm um, Officer Adam, uh, Inspector Adams. Oh. Uh, you can ask me. Uh, here's my badge number. My hand um, fill. Adams. Okay, uh, uh, Connor. Connor Carson. Oh, nice to meet you, Connor. Uh, I'm just gonna go deal with that. I, I'll point at the crowd of people that, sure. that I was about to hit, with, who are, I assume, maybe taking photos. <laughs> I'm about yeah. to hit, you start rolling up, start punching people. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, kid! I'm the, I'm the old generation. Hey, though. uh, sorry, but I don't know, I've got a few things to do today. I don't know if I can provide, oh, I don't any, have the time to provide well, statements uh, or... Uh, whenever you feel comfortable, you don't even have to. It's, uh, this isn't a requirement. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, just with it, all these people here, I think you've got, like, an, a lot of statements. Uh, what? You anyway. might not want to interview most of the people in these crowds who almost got hit by a police officer. <laughs> hey, I, and he was in the middle of working, doing his duty, and it was, in, and it was the dangerous driver who hit me, actually. <laughs> so, uh, I was driving very safely, as we all know. <laughs> Um, uh, by the way, which I'm going to go establish by talking to all these people. Uh, so, <laughs> you didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, so so I'll, I'll just say, uh, uh, well, thank you regardless. Um, if, if you have the inclination to come down, feel free. If not, right. I understand you kids today are very busy. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so I'll, I'll just... Uh, okay, uh, got it. Uh, thanks, officer. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go walk up to the crowd um, and say uh, hello, everyone. Um, I'd just like to uh, make a statement uh, that everything's fine. Roll diplomacy with disadvantage. <laughs> Do we have disadvantage in this? Uh, it's just roll twice, take the one. Yeah, diplomacy is a skill, uh, and you don't have it. I do have diplomacy. I have a, you personality. I have five. I have five diplomacy. Uh, so, uh, 11. Oh, sorry, 12. Okay. So, the crowd's watching, then you just hear... You almost hit us with your fucking car! Uh, well, you know, uh, it was a very unfortunate situation, as you can tell. Uh, these people were driving very dangerously. We'll have an uh, official statement about it, but if you have any questions for me... Boo! 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 Hey, cap! Is it, is it, one, is it one guy? Or is it, is it, like, actually, everyone booing me? Um, there, there are a couple people booing. Okay, well, uh... Thank you for your input, uh, but if you have, if anyone has any questions for me, I'm here to uh, here to answer them. Mm. I'm just gonna stand there and, uh, and I, like weirdly old man stand there and just like wait. I, I don't care if people move me. I don't fuck. Yeah, I was a cop. I was, I've been a cop for a while. Yeah, the guy Connor, uh, he's just watching this whole thing very like with the sort of awkward sympathy. I want to make sure these kids are emotionally damaged by almost getting hit by a car. All right, all right. Uh, I'm gonna ride with these. Okay. Does anyone look particularly distressed? I didn't get I got 10. Mm. Um, it's a guy saying a cap. Yeah, much. There, uh, you, you could, there are a lot of words that can describe them. Uh, distressed is one of them. Okay. Okay. But, uh, yeah, as for you guys, so 
Um, basically, the police cars come by pretty soon, as well as an ambulance. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but basically, the paramedics begin looking over uh, the kids that were in the, the car and stuff, and... Um, yeah, I'm gonna say that one of the paramedics actually sees Irvine in the car, and he runs over and... <laughs> oh my god, is he hurt? So, this man is emotionally dead inside. It's oh my god, there's no pulse! Oh wait, there it is. It's just fairly weak. Yeah, uh... And so, His soul is dying. Yeah. Somehow Irvine became the first person to form a pact with a man? Like, we don't know how. <laughs> so, yeah, so basically, uh, yeah, they load up the kids that are... Yeah, basically they load them up into the police vehicles and they take them uh, back to Scotland Yard. I, I tell the paramedics for the, the one, because I'm assuming they're taking away the guy that was, like, in the front seat of the car. Mm -hmm. I basically just say, like, yeah, when the police escort get there, give them these instructions. It's basically just handcuff him more than once. Okay. Yeah. Um, when the, when the uh, plainclothes cops show up, I tell them to make sure to get statements from this group. Okay, and, so... And, to pay attention to see if anyone needs yeah. any help. The booze have died down. There are maybe a couple people that are still kind of giving you a bit of a dirty look. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, anyway, that seems to be about it. Um, All right. Also, uh, just a reminder, Quincy, that you promised the man in black that you would be meeting him sometime today. Yeah, well, didn't I set a time that was later than it is now? What time yeah. is that? Uh, it's about one in the afternoon. Okay, when, am I, when did I say I was going to meet him? I, I assume I would have given a specific time. Uh, what would you say is fair? I don't know. Um, I would I would say probably not while I was on duty, so like in the evening, actually. Evening. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Alright, cool. So that'll happen later. Just double yeah. check. But, uh, let's see. Um, I'm going to say that the police vehicles begin uh, heading to Scotland Yard with their multiple uh, fanged uh, university students in tow. And one of the cars uh, stops by and gives the four of you a lift back to the station as well, plus a Irvine. And a tow truck is called for the direct police vehicle. But yeah, as you're driving along, it gives you a couple minutes to talk about what happened. They seem to be shouting something about uh, Covenant. Yeah, probably some sort of vampire sympathizers. I'd imagine that whatever redesign is happening in the sewers is going to impact some sort of vampire habitat. I, mean, I hand you guys my notepad about talking about familiars. Well, that certainly explains a lot. That's troubling. Probably have them under extra high security. Yes. Not to mention that there's probably some sort of which still means that we have a vampire on the loose. I've never seen a vampire before. Well, hopefully we don't. They're what, class four? That is absolutely correct. They are the same class as the Gasha Dokro that you guys fought. So and they're like a massive skeleton all combined into one person. <laughs> as it gets smaller, it compacts the power to yeah. higher densities. It's, yeah, it's a super dead skeleton. <laughs> like a white dwarf star. <laughs> and with that, I think we are good to wrap it up for tonight as you guys head back to Scotland Yard. Mm. So, uh, thank you listeners for listening in. We hope you enjoyed yourselves <clears throat> as much as we did. And uh, next session, we're going to find out exactly what all these kids have, you know. Uh, what are the kids smoking? Mm. Giving the vampire powers. It's called kitty juice. You get it for taking a plastic garbage bag full of cocaine and heating it over a Bunsen burner. You take it once, and now you're trying to find e-coins behind a dumpster. <laughs> then, you, then you take all of it, and you, st you stick it into a youth blood pack. Prepare for really shitty educational videos about the dangers of vampire drugs. Yes, as Ice-T collects his paycheck for guest starring on the show. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. 
You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listentothesenerds at gmail.com. 